Welcome to All Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, joined by Justin Wells of Inside Texas. Uh, this is Rapid Reactions brought to you uh, by the Lowy Law Firm. Justin, I tell you what, man, uh, the Longhorns last night got after it to on the Baylor Bears. The Texas defense absolutely dominating uh, the first half of play. Texas then with another onslaught of a 21-point quarter. I think that's the third or fourth time this season that Texas has put 21 up on on an opponent in a single quarter of play. Uh, your initial thoughts uh, on the Longhorns' win over Baylor? I don't think there was one moment of the game where Texas had any worry about what the outcome was going to be from the before the snap, during the game, and at, you know, right up to the last buzzer. I. It just felt like Texas was in control the entire time. I know some fans on the board were a little upset about how they didn't score more. I felt it was a great amount of points because why show Kansas anything on tape? Why show Oklahoma anything new? Why give TCU any ammunition? And he got a lot. There were a lot of reps from a lot of young players. Early on in this game, we saw Derek Williams and Jamon Tapp Get, get and Michael Taft getting some uh, early run in the first half and like the second series of the game. And so I thought that I thought that was a good thing. I thought it was a good balance, you know, great offense, really, really good offense, great defense. The defensive line was the story of the game. Baylor could absolutely do nothing with that front. And, and, and that's what, what was kind of expected. Quinn Ewers even mentioned it at the press conference. That's kind of what we expected, but give Texas credit, you know, they haven't been a good team scoring in the first half this year. They, for what they'd scored in the first three games this year, they took care of that in the first half against Baylor. I thought that was impressive. They had three sacks in the first, what, three series, four series? Two Even series. That, yeah. Um, Quinn Ewers, again, uh, he just he's a game manager, Bobby. He, he made some good throws, and the, and the guys made some good play, plays after the catch, but – 310 total yards, two touchdowns, a 78% completion percentage. I mean, Bobby, at no point did I think you, me, any of the inside Texas people or anybody on the Texas football staff thought that game was in doubt at any point. And that's the first time I think I've gone into a game with Baylor in that mindset in a long time. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it was a dominating performance. I think it's also uh, easy to say that neither of us had Quinn Ewers making a 30-yard touchdown run either on on our bingo card, right, uh, for this I mean. game against uh, the uh, Baylor Bears. Hey, hey uh, Justin, I, I tell you what, uh, let's try to break it down a little bit more on offense. Uh, the leading uh, receiver for the game, maybe the offensive player of the game, if Quinn Ewers didn't have such a good game, was JT Sanders. Uh, the young, uh, the tight end out of Denton Ryan had a really, maybe his best game overall uh, for the Longhorns or as a Longhorn uh, thus far. Did you know that he it's the second time he's gone for 100 yards in a game for, for a tight end at Texas? Do you realize no one else has ever done that? Ever? No, I did not. Ever. That's crazy. That, that to me, that blew my mind. Like, Jatavian Sanders, there, there's one, there's one, clip I put on Twitter um it was a it was an RPO from from um from Quinn and it, I'm telling you 
The throw was perfect. The catch was perfect, and in stride was perfect. And it, it to me, that pretty much – I don't think there's anybody in college football – I think Luganville even mentioned, who's going to guard this guy? Six, I said, there's your 6'4", 243-pound tight end that's probably going in the first or at least in the second round next year. Hey, hey, another guy that went over 100 yards, but this was on the ground, was Jonathan Brooks. Uh, he pops off a 40-yard touchdown run, uh, outraces the DBs who had an angle on him to the end zone. Yeah. Uh, young man from Hallettsville is having himself a year right now. Yeah, that that you know what? That first, that was an early play in the game. He took the corner, and, and I thought he'd get to the edge, and it would probably take him, carry him out of bounds. I didn't think he was going to go down the sideline. You're right. That safety, I think it was number 17, had the right angle. He, he was in position. And Brooks, I think, was a little quicker than they, what they expected. Jonathan looks great. You know, he's – and this is a good run. That was a good game for him because I think the knock on him is he isn't a speedster or a burner or he's not a home run hitter. You go for 40 to the house, you, you get a tip of the cap. Okay, maybe you can scoot those feet like Fred Flintstone underneath the car when they were going, you know, before, before he had the wheel, you know, before he had the motor. And so I think that's what you see with, with Jonathan Brooks. His feet are always moving. And, you know, he's got incredible vision. But that 40-yard run, that that's another reason. That was, what, the sixth or seventh play of that – or third or fourth play of that drive. And it's like, this is what it's going to be like tonight. I think Baylor knew it then. And I think those guys just grew with confidence. C.J. Baxter, I thought, had a couple great runs. And he only toted the rock six times tonight, Bobby. And, and, and he even has a touchdown. He, he got to get his first career touchdown. It was a night where everyone got to eat. It was a buffet style, and the offense, everyone got a serving. Yep. A uh, couple of notes uh, also. Uh, Christian Jones and Calvin Banks both went out of the game uh, at certain points during the third and fourth quarter, or excuse me, during the fourth quarter. Jones threw up. <laughs> Jones threw up. Okay. I don't think e neither injury was considered serious. There weren't injuries. Calvin Christian Jones was vomiting. Uh, gotcha. Uh, Kelvin Banks – uh, had a, a, a tender ankle, it looked like, uh, as well. So that's that's good news for the Longhorns as it relates to that. The defensive side of the ball, before we even get to that, Justin, I want to say thanks to our sponsor because I tell you what, I don't know that he's he's not a defense attorney. He's, a, he's on the offense uh, for you if you've been injured in a car wreck or on the job. Uh, that's Adam Lowy. Uh, give him a shout at 512 280 or go to lowylawfirm.com for a free consultation today. That's 512-280-0800. If you've been injured in a car wreck or on the job, uh, Adam and his firm have been working for people uh, for a decade or so, or more than a decade now, uh, in Austin area. Please give him a shout if you need help. Uh, hey, uh, Justin, let's talk defense now. Just the, the, the defense part of the game. front was just I was talking to, to to Drew Kelson and Rod Babers last night about it. The defensive front just absolutely dominated from the jump. I mean, there is no two ways about it. There was no holes, man. No, not I mean Tavondre Sweat made I mean he made a play on a fourth down uh outside yeah. of the early one, but in the second quarter, yeah. he made a play when Baylor was still trying to scrap to get back into it, they went for it on fourth and one on their own, I don't know, 30, 40-yard line or so. 
and he just scraped down the line of scrimmage and literally misplaced uh, or displaced uh, a uh, a Baylor offense or Baylor offensive lineman and just slammed the running back to the tour to the turf. Last night, there's something I figured out about Devondre Sweat. I, they haven't found a jersey to fit him since 2021. <laughs> I mean, it's just you're telling me they don't make that many X's. Nike doesn't make that many X's. <laughs> the jersey is like a crop top. You can't even pull it over his gut because all that gut does is stuff the run. And that's what he's good at. He, he eats. And that's what he's good at. You know, this defense, this is the best part. It wasn't, you know, the D-line was the most dominant, obviously. But here's the craziest. Texas muffed two punts, and they gifted Baylor the football damn near at a first and goal twice. And both times, Baylor couldn't get into the end zone. That, to me, is mental maturity on the defensive side of the ball. Now, granted, Baylor's having a hard time this year, and this offense probably even having an even more of a hard time. I get it. But listen, this is you never under you never know. Georgia was UAB was hanging with Georgia until the third quarter. This is still college football. Anything can happen. And listen, Baylor was gifted things and couldn't cap couldn't capitalize. Texas defense absolutely shut them down. I think Baylor's lack of creativity on offense was 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 poor and they ran some misdirection early so they could try to you know find a lane so they could get Richard Reese who I think is a talented running back a little bit of space there was nowhere to work and and I'll tell you this there's nobody sore tomorrow than Sawyer Robertson oh. he, he'll make a good corner outfielder uh yeah I think they, that's what he's probably thinking about right now hey uh, I would. the the defensive front's not just the guys uh up front I mean Ju Justice Finkley had a nice game a big sack, uh, but it's also the linebackers, right? Oh, uh, Jet Bush had a sack Bobby. early on a push. It was really interesting. It was a push where um, actually uh, Alfred Collins uh, tripped the tight end. He pushed the lineman into the tight end, and Jet Bush came free for it for a sack. Then David Benda and Jalen Ford just had whales of games. You're looking at Anthony Hill uh, in there. Ford now with another interception. Uh, that's two on the year for him. He had four last year. Uh, the defense right now is coming into its own. Uh, yeah. If there was a bugaboo or something that people are going to be worried about, it's going to be the long ball right now. Uh, Ryan Watts uh, got beat twice. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. It's, it's one of those things, though. If the defensive front can be that disruptive, it's going to be hard for any team to move the ball that much on Texas. It is certainly and, not consistently. You know, Eric, Eric had a good point during the game. Vernon Broughton has done something good in every game this year. He has been this good in every game. I think we should, he might be the most developed guy of that group, but those linebackers, I'm telling you, man, Jalen Ford and David Benda, he brought some, there's some speed to his game. I think he's a sneakier quicker, faster guy than people anticipated, at least me, for for instance. I, I, I David Bender plays fast now, and he didn't do that the first few years. And I guess that, that's, that goes to Jeff Choate and the development. Anthony Hill is going to play like a man with a head with his, with his hair on fire. He did that. He's going to make a few mistakes, but he's still unbelievably impactful. And then Jalen Ford is as solid as, as you get. Like, the, I mean, the guy – 
he gets an interception on a fourth down on a fourth and goal. Like, you know why? Because that's when Jalen Ford gets those kind of interceptions. He just has a knack for being in the right place at the right time. I thought the linebacker play, as much as the D-line was dominant, the linebacker play cleaned up the wash like it was Alice from Brady Bunch. I, I could <laughs> – I could not agree more. Um, I noticed, and I like, I just don't see running backs getting extra yardage after contact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I, they, they did not get that. Not tonight. Uh, Jaylen, night. Yeah, Jalen Catalan, uh, man, delivered a blow that I think that Richard Reese is still thinking about. Uh, this morning, uh, he it, on a third down, uh, Baylor all year has tried to run third and seven. They'll run a, a sweep to make sure you're being honest. And Jalen Catalan welcomed him to the Big 12. That was a that was a big time hit. That was a pop. That was a pop. And, and you know, he owed the, he owed the defense that because I've noticed Jalen Jalen swings and misses sometimes. Yep. Jalen's looking for the kill shot. A little too much still, Bobby. He's done it. He did it last week. He did it against Alabama. Got burned on that Jalen Milrow run, and he did it again in the first quarter tonight, tonight or last night against Baylor. Um, but once he makes contact, once he delivers, it, it, it's a wall. And I want to give I want to give him credit. But you know who else? You know who has put in some really good, valuable snaps and might be really, really good is Derek Williams. Yep. He played early. He played often. He made plays. We saw we saw one pass breakup that I thought was tremendous. And then Manny Muhammad. I mean, we'll get to the secondary, but man, Manny Muhammad had one defensive series where he essentially owned his side of the field and he was just toying with people. These are freshmen, Bobby. Anthony Hill, Derek Williams, uh, Manny Muhammad. These are freshmen making impact plays on the defense. That's it's it, it just shows you. The development is coinciding with the, the trajectory, with the talent that's coming into this to the to the team. The, I think that group is confident. I think they walked in and knew exactly what they were going to do. And you know what? I don't know if we've seen a Texas team really do that in the last few years. Just really come in there like that. And so, yeah. give those guys credit. Tons of credit for those. Derek Williams, especially, but Jalen Catalan, all those guys. Yeah, I, I absolutely think Texas is is on the right track uh, on defense. They're playing smarter too. Rod and Drew mentioned that in the post-game show uh, last night. Uh, Texas defense right now is not only more active and deeper, but they're also playing smarter. And it helps uh, when you're anchored by a guy like Jalen Ford and and a, a senior in David Benda that really knows what they're doing. 
Uh, Byron Murphy also had a great game. Uh, just an all-around terrific game. To your point earlier, they were Baylor was gifted two possessions inside the Texas 20 and came away with virtually nothing uh, last night. I want to mention InsideTexas.com. Uh, that is your place for team and recruiting news. There is no better place. Ten articles plus a, a day right now on the Longhorns for both team and recruiting news. Uh, right now, use the promo code OTFIT. 23. That's OTFIT23. One dollar for two months. You have to select the monthly offer. That's one dollar for two months. Uh, select the monthly offer if you don't mind. Uh, that is the best place uh, for news on the uh, Longhorns as it is. All right. Hey, let's talk about special teams because if there is one uh, that was uh, a little bit of a you, you know what Joe D needs to do, Bobby? You know who loves the punt return, the art of the punt return? Bill Parcells. He used to obsess about the art of the punt return. He would, when he was a coach of the Giants, he would he would go over the meticulous way of your feet, your hands, every, everything. They need to bring Parcells in because I don't know if it's a lack of focus. I don't know if it was because you're you know you, you get up to a big lead, you let up just a little bit. It's the human nature. But Bobby, we had a doink. Football coming. We had we had Bird Auburn miss, and we had two muffs that would absolutely crucify this team in in, in the Cotton Bowl in October. Buddy, you need to holler at Joe D, your guy. I, I'm gonna holler at Banks. I know he's mad. I love Xavier Worthy's quote. He goes, "Man, I know we're about to get it. <laughs> so it's coming." Hey, I, I would say this: there were actually three muffs. Don't forget about Keelan Robinson's kickoff. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the 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 fielding game of the Longhorns not real not real tight last night. Uh, Keelan Robinson dropped a kickoff. Uh, Jordan Whittington and um, uh, Xavier Worthy both uh, muffed a punt. Uh, so I, I tell you what, uh, that's that's one that that is uh, for to be put out there. Not liking what I saw from Burt Auburn last night uh, either. Uh, to your mention, the doink. Uh, that's not, uh, he needs to be, that needs to be an automatic for him. That was only like a 25 yard, 30 yard field goal. Uh, that needs to be more of an automatic. Overall though, Justin, we're looking at the Longhorns now 4-0. Uh, you know, this is beyond what most people expected, especially after the Alabama win, Justin. Uh, but now they, they, they had a little bit of a stinker against uh, Wyoming and didn't wake up until the fourth quarter. But I felt like the the Baylor game, they won virtually all four quarters against the Bears and dominated from start to finish. That's, it, it, that's what it was. That's what you can put a bow on. Um, it, offense and defense, execution, that was a big thing for, for, for Sark. He's like, look, we know what we're going against, but we also know we have to execute. They focused on that. Listen, Kansas comes to town next Saturday, Bobby. They're 4-0. And, you know, that's the team I thought my – Texas might play in the Big 12 championship this year, and, and they're they're playing well. And so you got to you got to fix a few things. And that third third phase of the game needs a little tweaking. And you got the right guys to do it in the room, but just a dominant performance, top to bottom. I guess I expected a little more from Baylor. I really did, from a effort standpoint, from a from a from a, an emotional standpoint. That team looked. I don't want to say they looked like they had quit, but there was just no life on that sideline at all, even with the big plays. 
Yeah, they had no. They knew they had no chance uh, in in with Sawyer Robertson at quarterback. Uh, just too much pressure on him. Uh, they don't have enough playmakers on the outside, and frankly, their offensive line wasn't going to give them a chance. Uh, the offensive line, it's they're all graduated from a couple years ago, except for one guy. And I just I feel like Baylor right now as a program is a, a ship without a rudder uh, a little bit. Uh, trying to figure things out uh, for them. I, I, uh, I just got a couple more questions for you, uh, Justin. But before I say that, I want to say thank you one last time to our sponsor. That's Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm. Uh, he's been helping injured Texans for decades. Give him a shout at 512-280-0800 or visit him at LowyLawFirm.com. That's LowyLawFirm.com. When you go there, you get a free consultation uh, if you've been injured in a car wreck or on the job, uh, give Adam a chance to earn your business. Hey, uh, I tell you what, uh, Justin, you look at what Texas is is done now with this three and zero start or four and zero start that we just talked about. Uh, KU coming to town. Uh, you listened to the player interviews last night. Uh, what were some of the things those guys were saying that really caught your attention? Uh, whether it be about uh, last night or the Kansas game upcoming. Yeah, really, you know, pretty much status quo. Uh, Quinn said that, you know, the fronts that they saw on defense, they were kind of expecting. Uh, Jalen Ford was was one, you know, he he, he kind of brought the the defensive mentality into the to, to, to the press room with him. Um, he's like, look, I'm the leader, and this is how we feel about it. And and you know, that's it. Just it's poignant. It makes sense. It, it shows why they're so good on that side of the ball. I think they're getting confident. Bobby, I really do. I, I, and because you, you can't, you, it's one of those things where each game is almost a bittersweet farewell. You know, you're not going to play Baylor for a long time now. So go ahead and have some fun with it. Make it, make it memorable. I think that's a way to keep players engaged every week because you know, you, there's always a slip up, there's always an upset, there's always something that goes sideways and it's just, you can't get it. It's, there's always that crab tree play, there's always something. And so I think the idea of, look, we're not going to play these guys anymore. They're going to come after you. You're going to have to play, you know, even football. I think that keeps them motivated. I think that's like, you know, we, we're we still – people are still going to bring it to us. And look at this team, Bobby. They have outscored their opponents. They're 4-0 for the first time in 2012. They have outscored their opponents 140-50 to 50 this year, almost 3-1. to one. This group is getting confident. The veterans that Sark is really leaning on to be leaders have taken on that role. They know Kansas is good. And let me tell you something. I don't think there's many players in that locker room. The ones that were there still from the early from the Kansas loss, <laughs> there's no way they'll take the Jayhawks for granted. There's no way possible. Because when you watch that tape, that's a good football team. Jalen Daniels is a good quarterback. Next Saturday is going to be an is going to be a lot better test than what we saw last night. Well, the big question for me coming into this game were, were the, there were twofold. One, what Quinn Ewers would we get? Yeah, right. And two, would Texas be able to thwart Baylor's running game? Yes, and yes is the answer. Quinn Ewers, eighteen of twenty-three, uh, Justin, uh, for geez, two hundred total yards, two hundred ninety-three through the air. Yeah, unbelievable. No turnovers. No, no turnovers again. turnovers, Bobby. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Texas defense literally 
uh, stop the Baylor's run game in its tracks. If that if Baylor can't run the ball, they're not going to beat you. Uh, let me give you an, an example of how many yards rushing Baylor got. 1.9? 60. All night. Oh, 60. All what, was, what was the yards per carry? 1.9? 1.9, yes. They came into the game averaging 4.9 yards per carry. Texas holds them to 1.9 uh, last night. Uh, absolutely fantastic job by the Texas defense. Uh, Texas coaching staff had this team ready to play and had some plays dialed up. Uh, yeah. It started early and often, and that's what happens when you get a, a do- when you have a dominating win. Uh, Texas really, uh, for the first time this year, looked like potentially a dominating team against some teams. You know, they're number three, and we we saw Ohio State beat Notre Dame. So I'm going to be curious to see how much of a bump. The, the Buckeyes get. I think Texas is a top three team right now. I do just by the just by the 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 work we've seen so far. I think you can make that argument. This is probably this is a potential college football playoff team. There's just so much more to go. There's just so many other things to to go through. But you look at Georgia. You look at. There's not one dominating team this year, Bobby. At least not in my opinion yet. There, there's some really good ones, but there's not one dominant. I think Florida State has proven they're, they're about it. <laughs> the LSU win and then that one in Death Valley was huge. So I, Jordan Travis, that is a group to watch. But after Georgia and Florida State, I think Texas is, is probably the school. Texas or Ohio State. And so to me, that's, the, that, that's a big thing for Texas, to be even in that conversation. Every time I write a story, I'm writing number three Texas. Trust me, I recognize doing that, and I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> I, I will say this. You, you mentioned that. They still got maybe the toughest stretch in the Big 12 coming up. Kansas this week, and, of course, OU in the Cotton Bowl uh, the week later. All right, hey, Justin, uh, thanks for handling and working with me on uh, uh, this morning's rapid reactions, getting up early and getting going. Uh, for Justin Wells, I'm Bobby Burton, and we're going to come back at noon. Jerry Hamilton and I. We'll be grading the Longhorns uh, going position by position. Should be interesting. Uh, I can tell you right now, I'm going to argue for Quinn Ewers to get an A+. Uh, For Justin Wells, I'm Bobby Burton, and this has been Rapid Reactions.